Amen. Thank you, Pastor Aaron, Miss Heidi. Appreciate that much. Great truth. Great thing to be reminded of. All right, this morning we're going to look at a message entitled Memorial Day, Remember and Forget Not. We're going to take a little phrase from a passage in Deuteronomy chapter 9. You can turn there, but we'll actually be turning to a different passage here in a moment, so you don't necessarily have to turn there, but if you'd like to, Deuteronomy chapter 9, you'll see it here. Uh, I even put it on the slide just because we're going to kind of steal the first part of this verse. It's really where the title comes from. In Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 7, the first part of the verse says simply this, Remember and forget not. Remember and forget not. Contextually, in that passage, uh, the snippet of a verse was given by God to the nation of Israel as they were about to enter the promised land. It's quite interesting because God was saying to them that they didn't get into the land because of their sin, their rebellion against God. They're, they're not following him as they said, or as, that he, uh, as they said they would, and he instructed them to. But honestly, they're getting into the land in spite of their sin. That he was blessing them in ways they didn't deserve it, but they needed to remember and not forget their sin in the wilderness. And the fact is that this land was a blessing from his hand. Now, we can go a lot of places with that this morning, amen? And what America is today is not because just of what America has done. It's because God has protected her and preserved her. And so we understand that. We can share some similarities there. But what we understand is he was saying, remember and forget not your sin and remember and forget not God's goodness. Now, with that statement, remember and forget not ringing in our ears, how grateful we are this morning for the ultimate sacrifice given by millions of Americans during her short life as a nation to secure for us liberties, freedoms, land of the free, home of the brave. We who today enjoy these freedoms and these liberties purchased with their lives need to feel the impetus, the responsibility to remember and forget not, to express our gratitude for these soldiers, men and women alike, who marched away to wars from which they would never march home from. We must thank the families that said goodbye to these soldiers way too early in their lives so that you and I could say hello to liberties and freedoms. We are to remember and forget not. That's why it's so very important that we keep Memorial Day as a day to remember American heroes. We don't let it slip away. We must do what uh, God even instructed the Jews in Deuteronomy 9-7, remember and forget not. See, in the recent history of America, the loss of life, these losses have come at the hands of the war on terror. I was reading an article this week written by one of the Navy SEALs that is credited with killing Osama bin Laden. And here's an excerpt from it, and I, I like his perspective. His title of his article is simply this, Don't Wish Me a Happy Memorial Day. Don't wish me a happy Memorial Day, he starts. There is nothing happy about the loss of brave men and women of our armed forces who died in combat defending America. Memorial Day is not a celebration. Memorial Day is a reflection, a time for reflection, for pause, for remembrance, for thanksgiving, for patriots who gave up their own lives to protect the lives and freedom of us all, including the freedom of generations long gone and generations yet unborn. We owe the fallen a debt so enormous that it can never be repaid. 
Memorial Day is a time to honor the lives of those who would rather die than take a knee when our national anthem is prayed. played. Excuse me, But they will fight and die for the rights of those who kneel. This holiday is a time to think of young lives cut short, of wives and husbands turned into widows and widowers, of children growing up without a father or mother, of parents bearing their children. Memorial Day is a time to think of might-have-beens that never were, of brave Americans who put their country before themselves. Without these heroes, America would not be America. Unfortunately, for many Americans, this solemn holiday might as well be called Summer Day, marking the unofficial start of the season of barbecues, days at the beach, time spent on baseball fields and golf courses, hiking and enjoying the great outdoors. All those things are great. We all appreciate them, and they are some of the best things in life. But Memorial Day is not Summer Day. Nor was the holiday created as a way to promote sales of cars, furniture, or clothes. Another Memorial Day brings with it a whole lot more than the start of summer. You see, since last Memorial Day, grass is now growing above the final resting place of many young men and women whose lives were taken too soon while defending our country in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and other far-off places that many Americans have rarely heard of. When Army Sergeant Law David Johnson, Staff Sergeant Brian Black, Sergeant First Class Jeremiah Johnson, Staff Sergeant Dustin Wright were killed last October in an ISIS ambush in Niger, many Americans asked, we have troops in Niger? These unknown soldiers lost their lives protecting you. Every one of you hearing these words. Think about this. Millions of high school seniors are walking across auditorium stages this season, receiving their diplomas. Most will go on to college or jobs, but some will choose a career of military service, joining the second generation of American warriors fighting in the global war on terror, a war that began on September 11, 2001, with a terrorist attack that took the lives of almost 3,000 people, Americans, in our homeland. Most of these new recruits, who were not even born or were just infants when the 9-11 attacks took place, will make it home just fine, but some will not. I pray that I am wrong, but the sad truth is that the number of American war dead on Memorial Day in 2019 will be higher than it is Memorial Day this year. On Memorial Day, he concludes his article, On Memorial Day, I salute my brothers and sisters in arms who have served beside me in the war and terror. My heart especially goes out to the families of those who did not return home. In fact, I think about all those who served and those who have given their lives fighting for America from our country's earliest days in the Revolutionary War. They all have my gratitude. Amen and amen. I share my sentiments with this American hero. His name is Robert O'Neill that wrote the article. You see, Memorial Day started in some sense back in 1868 when it was officially proclaimed. It was shortly after the war between the states. 
Then, if you remember, I think we've shared this with you before on this holiday, it was called Decoration Day. And for many years, stretching from that time and into the past century that some of us gathered here remember the past century, we remember that. And stretching into those years of even the past century, it was a day that a city and villages and towns would gather together. They would turn out in force to celebrate, yea, to remember and not forget. Many, many men and women who had served many, many years before, struggled or would struggle to once again put on two tight uniforms, march down Main Street of their town or their, their little village, and end up at the local cemetery. Drill guards would fire salutes. All would stand at rapt attention when the taps were played in honor of those slain heroes of our nation. And there would be children waving American flags in true patriotism and pride. On Memorial Weekend, most Americans would take time out of their day in life to pay honor where it was due to the memory of fallen soldiers of America. That's right, and it's good. I'm saddened today that we see more and more people treat this weekend only as a time to kick off summer, to escape the city, to enjoy the afforded rest of a three-day weekend and the opportunity to do things that the time restraints of the normal life do not allow. You see, all those things are fine and good. I like a three-day weekend as much as the next guy. But my friend, when those things become what this weekend, what Memorial Day is exclusively all about, then we have rendered Memorial Day no longer Memorial Day. We do our fallen heroes a dishonor. Someone was mentioning to me this morning, they said, uh, the little celebration that we have, excuse me, celebration, the little memorial service we have at the, uh, the cemetery right down here, and every three years we get to participate, one of our pastoral staff, and, and uh, they commented this morning how with every year that gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, can I tell you, my friend, I don't know how you recognize and how you remember the fallen soldiers of America But can I tell you to please remember and not forget? Your children will not do it unless we teach them. Your grandchildren will not do it. Now, I I am as patriotic as the next person. You've heard me say it before. We are citizens of heaven before we are citizens of America. Patriotism does not outshine my Christianity. But I am this. I am an American. So I'll, be rem- I'll, I'll remember them, and I'll be thankful for them, and I encourage you to do the same. May we never arrive at the sad day in America when more people think of Memorial Day as simply a summer kickoff holiday to be enjoyed rather than a holiday to remember and forget not the fallen heroes of America. As we think of that truth, and we are challenged even this weekend to do that, could I in just a couple minutes remind us that There are several memorial days that God has given us as believers, as citizens of heaven, citizens of his kingdom, memorial days that he wants us to remember and not forget certain things about him, certain things about being a Christian that, wait a minute, this should be a memorial day in our lives, in our walk with the Lord. Much the same way as as an American citizen, I want to remember and not forget fallen heroes. God has given us several things that I want to share with you just a few this morning. One of them is uh, the first one, I think, really, that, that God presents to us a spiritual memorial day. 
It's a day that occurs not uh, one day a year, and, and honestly, it doesn't occur on certain day or a specific day. In fact, heaven really only knows when this Memorial Day is going to take place. You say, Pastor, what kind of Memorial Day of God is that? A spiritual Memorial Day. It's not on a specific day, a, a, cons- a constant day. A, uh, it happens more than once during a year. What in the world is that? Well, well, think about it for a moment. It's presented to us in Genesis. It is simply this. Do you realize? that it, every day that a rainbow appears in the sky is a memorial day. It really is. And that's a, if you think, that's a neat thought. Now, wait a minute. God gives us a memorial day every time I see a rainbow in the sky. It was a gift, a blessing upon Noah. And if you read the chapters, we'll see a verse or two out of it. It wasn't just for Noah, but it was for all of mankind. It was a gift, a blessing that God would never again judge all the earth with a flood as he did then. You know what's especially neat, I think? There in Genesis chapter 9, uh, God, in verse 14, he, he says that he'll bring a cloud, he'll put his bow in the sky, and then he says this in verse 15, and I will remember my covenant, which is between you and every living creature of all flesh, and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. Now listen to me. If we go out this week and there's a rainbow in the sky, you know what the first things we ought to remember is this. Wait a minute. God says when that appears in the sky, he remembers Man, I sure am thankful that God remembers his promises. Now, it is not in the sense of you and I think. You and I, we sometimes remember when we put, where we put our keys, don't we? At least we hope we do. Why do we re- hope to remember? Because we have forgotten. Can I tell you this? God has never forgotten his promises. When we say, and God says, I will remember, he's not saying I forgot. This is what he's saying. <laughs> you may forget that I always know my promises and I keep them. But I want you to remember and I want you to know that I have every promise I've ever made to you up here. Can I tell you, my children would love it if every promise I ever made them was still up here. That I didn't forget some. Your heavenly father has remembered every promise. It's in his head and in his heart. Ready to fulfill every one of them. I sure am thankful that God puts things like that in his word. He says, I'll remember. I'll remember. You and I will know if we see that rainbow this week, if it rains and there a rainbow appears, that our God in heaven is remembering, and he wants us to acknowledge that he has kept his word, that no flood has ever fully engulfed this earth again in judgment from his hands from that day. Furthermore, as we remember and forget not, hmm, He wants us to also remember and forget not that he always, always keeps every promise. We know the verse as well, 2 Peter chapter 3, 9, the Lord is not slack. He doesn't forget. He doesn't neglect. He doesn't say, well, things came up and I can't do that. He doesn't say, ah, nah, something that, no, well, that was only good for so long. Don't you love it when a coupon goes out, you're about to use it? And the expiration goes out and you realize it when you're handing it to the cashier or the person at the restaurant and you're like, what? Expiration. Aren't you glad God's promises have no expiration? 
And so he's saying, hey, I want you to remember that. Another verse. I love this. Joshua. In fact, Joshua, it's on his deathbed. He's saying some last things to Israel. And I love this statement. He says this. And behold, this day I'm going the way of all the earth. And ye know in all your hearts and all your souls, notice it, that not one thing hath failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you, and not one thing hath failed thereof. Do you think they get the point <laughs> every single thing that god has promised you god has kept his word now you and i both know some people they'll make us a promise and you'll say okay thank you and they'll walk away and you'll say this i'll believe it when i see it they're very good at keeping promises oh they they promise you the world but they deliver very little and we know people like that. Maybe you're one or maybe I'm one. And we promise a lot and we just don't deliver. Can I tell you, it's not so with God. You will hear it said of a person that he is a man of his word. Can I tell you, he is a God of his word. He'll keep his word. You can take every promise of his to the bank and it is, you can know that it's more secure than every, any check that you have ever deposited. Let me ask you to do this. Okay, Right now, you think of a promise of God from his word. You think of it. Put it in your mind. Think of it. Think of a promise. We, we sing often, count your many blessings. And the idea. But think of a promise of God. So we have many blessings, many promises. Think of a, a, a promise right now from God's Word. Anything. You got it? This is what I want you to do. The next time you see a rainbow in God's sky, I want you to think of that promise you just thought of. So this week is maybe it'll rain. Who knows? Whatever time it is, the next time you and I gaze up in the sky and we see a glimpse of a rainbow, maybe you'll see it in a prison. Maybe the sun will hit a window just right, and, and there are those beautiful colors that have been tried, attempted to be hijacked by the world. <laughs> that beautiful rainbow shows up. You know what I want you to think of, what I believe God wants you to think of? Think of one of his promises. And you simply say, my God's going to keep that promise. Why? Because look, that rainbow tells me that I am to remember and not forget that God keeps His promises. Hey, I'll tell you, every day you and I see a rainbow, that's our memorial day. As we've trusted in Christ, we get to say, wow, we serve a great God. We see another uh, memorial day. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. In fact, we would call this very much a spiritual memorial day again. In fact, it is coming up on June 17th. It's coming up on June 17th. You say, whoa, Pastor Henry, are you talking about uh, Father's Day? No, I'm not talking about Father's Day, okay? And uh, though that's a good one to remember your heavenly father, um, it, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, you see, this one was instituted by Jesus Christ on, uh, as a day of remembrance when he gathered there with his disciples in the upper room before he died. What transpired there? Well, we know it well. He, he instructed them much. We have many chapters in the Gospels that tell us of things that Christ said. Instructions, we would say, his last remarks, his last thoughts to uh, his disciples. But remember, when they were sitting down together at the table, he began then to take the broken bread, and he began to take the cup, and he began passing it out to each of uh, his disciples in turn. And as he did, what did he say? He said some unique words to them. He said, listen, this is my body. This broken bread is a symbolic of, of my body being broken for you. This cup is symbolic. It's a picture of my blood that is going to be spilt for you. What was he doing? Well, before he died on the cross, he was even starting to remind them 
that his body would be broken on the cross of Calvary for them and for you and I. He was picturing that the blood would flow from his body in a willing, offered sacrifice poured out to purchase what? The free gift of salvation for all. It was in this setting that that Paul here in 1 Corinthians 11 says, Jesus Christ prayed. And he instructed the disciples to eat the bread. And then in verse number 24 and 25 of 1 Corinthians 11, at the end of each verse, he says this, This do in remembrance of me. Verse 25. This blood, then he says, This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Can I tell you this? Man, this, what we have before us, is one of God's great memorials. I said we're going to celebrate it on June 17th. We're observing the Lord's Supper communion on June 17th. And so we would obviously identify again this great memorial day of God is simply this. This do in remembrance of me. It's a remember and not forgetting Christ's death. So when we gather around this table and these flowers are removed and we have the containers of juice and we have the containers of bread and as we hand them out, there's a lot of significance. And we often on that night speak of it. But let me remind you this morning of this truth. What are we remembering? Number one, we're remembering his great sacrificial love for each one of us that was lived out on the cross for all the world to see. You know, a few moments ago, that article spoke of uh, the American patriots who died in Niger. Not many people knew they were even there. Some probably haven't even heard about it since last October of these American patriots that died for you and me, for freedom, certainly, as they served the United States uh, armed forces. Can I tell you, as Jesus Christ died on that cross, much the same vein, he died for the sins of all mankind. And as he did, he did it for all the world to see. The Bible says what? And we'll hear this verse during Memorial Weekend a lot. There's no greater love than a man hath for his brother than he laid down his life. My paraphrase, of course. So no greater love. So what do we remember every time we think about his broken body, his, his blood poured out for us? Can I tell you what we ought to first be drawn to? For God so loved the world. For God so loved me. That Christ commendeth his love toward us and then while we were yet sinners christ died for us that's a memorial day really like no other though those american patriots have died to buy freedoms and liberties for us those will only last as long as you have breath american but the liberties and freedoms from sin that jesus christ died to purchase for you my friend they can last for all of eternity it's a great memorial day You know what another truth about this is? And sometimes we lose the significance of this. Do you realize that on June 17th, when the deacons or Pastor Aaron and myself, we're here, we're, we're handing out and passing it out. You know what we do? We each partake individually. I think that's pretty neat. I don't do it, representative of the church. The deacons don't partake for you and as representative. No, we each partake individually. It demonstrates that he gave himself not just for me, but he gave himself for you. And you, and you, and you, every single person individually. Aren't you thankful that Jesus Christ died for you, for me? 
It also demonstrates something else, doesn't it? As we partake individually, it also shows that we have personally, individually received Christ's forgiveness and the new life that he has offered in salvation. I, Stephen Henry, if you want to get official, Richard Stephen Henry, I have put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And so as I partake, I am remembering there was a day in my life that I came to realize that I am a sinner, I am doomed to hell, and that, <laughs> that hell is not a place I want to be. And so Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. And And on that day, I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ to pay the penalty for my sins that I could not unless I spent eternity in hell. So I am remembering a day that Jesus Christ saved me. Aren't you thankful you're saved this morning? You're on your way to heaven. Every time you and I gather around this table, every time we partake individually, we're remembering God is so good. He's been so good to me as I've trusted in him personally. You know, we're also called upon in this to remember and not forget Christ himself. Yes, we remember his work on the cross for each of us, but we also remember that he is my Savior and he is my Lord. Something that ought to daily impact my choices and my living, my thinking. So when we come to June 17th, the evening of it, yes, we celebrate Father's Day that day. But as we gather around in Lord's Supper, communion, however we want to term it, when we come to break bread and drink the cup together, may you and I not be like the church at Corinth that Paul is writing to in this passage. You see, they turned the Memorial Day into something it wasn't. You can think of Americans like me and who they've been interviewed on the side of a sidewalk and, hey, what's Memorial Day all about? And their answer is, ah, it's barbecues, it's cooking out, it's a three-day weekend. Literally having no clue what Memorial Day is truly about. Can I tell you, the church at Corinth, when they heard or saw in the bulletin, Lord's Supper, they were like, woohoo, we're going to have a good time of fellowship and we're going to fill our bellies. That's literally their mindset. So just as the world, America, some Americans, have turned Memorial Day here into something it is not, can I tell you there were some believers in the church of Corinth that turned the Lord's Supper into something it wasn't? God forbid that you and I ever do that. That we change His Memorial Day into something that is not to be. In other words, whether we turn it into a fellowship or just filling our bellies like they do, or we turn it into assembling together that fails to accomplish what he wants it to accomplish in our hearts and our minds, our memories. No, we must determine to remember and forget not the love of God with a passion that will never allow this memory to fade or flee or fail to impact our daily living. That I have a Savior who was crucified for me is a thought that ought to never be forgotten. His sacrifice. It's a memorial day. We see the rainbow. It's a memorial day. I, we, we come to observe the Lord's Supper. You may even read on the front of the table, this do in remembrance of me. It is, it is a memorial day for you and I as believers. There's one more I share with you or remind you of this morning. And this one has a, a lot in common with our, our own nation's memorial day. You ever thought how there's a very sad and sorrowful aspect about memorial day for all of us? but especially those who have lost loved ones in war. I, I think probably one of the saddest places, and I've had the, the awesome privilege with family, to, with Erica at least, to visit it, uh, 
one of the saddest places on Memorial Day has to be Arlington Cemetery. Because you think about it, for those who have lost loved ones, Memorial Day is a tough day. You see, for some of us, this Memorial Day, we, um, yes, we, we, we pause, we think, we reflect, we're grateful. And that's a good thing. But for others, th- this whole weekend revolves around visiting the grave of a loved one. A soldier they lost. A family member. A friend. For others, this weekend, in fact, I read an article about a lady who was traveling 100 miles to, to visit the wall. The, as the article has stated, the only existing wall that they are currently continuing to add names to. So there in the Middle East, those who die, and as we mentioned some names already, this is a wall, and uh, somewhere in the, the Midwest, I believe it is, in the middle of the country is this wall. And so her weekend was all about traveling, because some people, their Memorial Day is this. It isn't about burgers and hot dogs. It isn't about gathering with family as much as it is visiting some type of memorial, maybe a wall in which the name of their loved one is etched. And we've all done it. And they're going to rub their finger across that name. I'll tell you, there's something that can be very sorrowful and sad about Memorial Day. If you've lost a loved one, and the highlight of your Memorial Day is going and seeing their name on a wall of stone. For them, every Memorial Day is an opening of the wound, an exposing of the hurt, a reliving of the pain of their personal loss. Why? For the sake of this country. It is less a celebration, as the, uh, Mr. O'Neill wrote in that article, it's less a celebration and more a sorrowful reflection. Now listen to me, C- capture that. Now think scripturally, there was a day in which there was a group, maybe small or a few in number, but um, they were gathered on the side of a mountain. And as we come upon them, their, their faces are long, they're dejected, they're sorrowful. In fact, on a few faces, there are tears coming down, uh, just really no different than some tears that will be shed this Memorial Day. And as we gaze upon this group, it is obvious they are distraught, their hearts are troubled, their hearts are in turmoil, they're heavy. They, too, have said goodbye to someone way too early. They would say, if you talk to them, that the one that they love, the object of their affection, was taken long before he should have. But their pain seems, in a sense, even greater than those on this Memorial Day because they have literally had to say goodbye twice, not just once. You see, the object of their love had gone away twice in two months, or a few months, excuse me, twice. Once in death, the second to heaven. So as those disciples gathered there in Mount Olivet, dejected, sorrowful, heartbroken, they had already gone through this grief few months earlier when Christ died on the cross and was buried. And now he is departing once again, the risen Savior, but he's departing up to heaven. And they're gazing up into heaven. Their hearts are burdened. They're, they're having a terrible time, much like some Memorial Day. But aren't you thankful that they were not left that way 
but they have hope. What was the hope? Well, you and I both know it. That angel appeared, and he said this simply to them, Ye men of, Ga- ye men of Galilee, why stand ye here gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Man, what a promise. And so from that moment forward, you know what we have? From that instance, that proclamation of that, that, uh, uh, that angel who repeated what Jesus Christ said, I'll go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll, I'll return. He'll take us with him. But from that day forward, do you realize what we had? Simply this. A spiritual memorial day was established in the life of every believer resting upon that promise, a day in which we must not, we cannot forget that Jesus Christ is coming back soon. He's coming back. Now, uh, think of it. We're told to remember that even this day, that it could be today. I'll tell you right now that as many Americans pause this weekend to remember and not forget those who have given their lives for our lives as Americans, for our liberty and our freedom, there are many family members of those who have died that for them, listen to me, that for them, they've lost a son, they've lost a daughter, they've lost a father, a mother, a a grandparent, uh, they have lost a family member. My friend, their sorrow, their memorial day is not limited to the last weekend in May. For them, Memorial Day is every day. If you, they could, they would put their flag at half staff, not just on Memorial Day, but every day because they've lost a loved one. There's a place missing at their dining room table. There's a seat in their car that used to be occupied by a son or a daughter. You see, for them, every day is a Memorial Day. Not a day goes by where they don't pause and remember their loved one, that they don't ever forget the greatest sacrifice made by that cherished one. And yet some of those, now listen to me, I don't say this insensitively, but this is reality. Some of them have no guarantee they'll see their loved one again. But I'll tell you, my friend, this Memorial Day, spiritual Memorial Day that was established in our lives as believers once Christ left, you and I have the greatest hope that could ever be given. I will return and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. You know what it leads us to understand? Number one, it, it turns our Memorial Day from sorrow, as those disciples on Mount Olivet, to a very happy Memorial Day. Every day. And that's exactly what it should be. Every day. God's memorial day for our remembrance and never forgiving. Remember and not forget. Don't forget. Our remembrance and never forgetting of the eventual return of our Savior is to be every day. So listen, my friend, you and I tomorrow, Memorial Day, we'll celebrate as Americans, but I'll tell you, Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday is our spiritual memorial day. You know why? Because Jesus Christ could come back that day. In fact, Jesus Christ said it best himself, didn't he? Matthew chapter 24, verse 44. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. I am grateful as an American for Memorial Day, the last weekend there, the last Monday of May. But oh, I am so much more thankful as a citizen of heaven for this Memorial Day. 
that every day I wake and find myself on this earth, you know what I'm assured of? Remember and forget not that Jesus is coming back. That we'll soon be with Him. So this weekend, as we rightfully honor and as we remember and forget not the fallen heroes of America, let's make sure that we remember God's Memorial Day. His different ones. Especially the truth that every day ought to be a Memorial Day in which we remember our Lord and Savior's soon return. Let's remember that God indeed keeps all of his promises as we gaze upon a rainbow in the sky. June 17th, as we gather, maybe every time we, we see this table, may we be reminded that, my, we have a lot to remember and not forget that a Savior died for me, that he was crucified. And then with every day for Memorial Day, let's join John the Revelator. And let's just say simply, even so come Lord Jesus. Hey, Christian, happy Memorial Day. From today and every day until we see our Savior face to face. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for this truth. And Lord, we are grateful for the privilege of being Americans. And uh, Lord, we, we honor 